Welcome back to the Beast King Podcast. We are talking about the sequel to Avatar, Avatar The Way of the Water, which at this point has been about maybe 12, 13 years of... 13 years. Waiting for this sequel to, at least at the time, was a well-respected movie. Movie is written and directed by claim director James Cameron, so a lot of the Aliens franchise is James Cameron, Terminator 2 is James Cameron, Titanic is James Cameron, obviously the first Avatar is James Cameron, True Lies, which was okay, good movie. True Lies was a great movie, phenomenal film, The Abyss. He did some documentaries after Titanic. Just started going very eccentric and then doing some deep sea expeditions almost 10 years and then wound up coming back. Well, he was trying to get shots of the actual Titanic. There were some engineering limitations, so the dude ended up inventing some, a yeah. camera and a goddamn winch and sub so he can go down there and get the shot. He was operating on different levels from people, but just kind of done a thing. And then Avatar is just like another one of those things where he didn't have to do anything. He's just been yeah. getting the tech ready for that Yeah, because so, he had been but, producing stuff, but he hadn't really actively been directing. Yeah, his focus was on the Avatar and uh, building his own world showcase and everything. And, kind of building a tech to so people can look at it so a sequel to avatar had always been planned but Mm -hmm. at some point it was just not feasible for the movie to come out (laughs) because it's just like too much time had passed and people were no longer dressing up as smurfs any longer it's like maybe like a three-year period being a navi was cosplaying was cool nobody cared any longer everybody's doing hunger games and game of thrones (laughs) so Nevertheless, written directed by James Cameron in it that were in the first movie, kind of. Like some of it's all just randomly CG, but it's Sam Worthington, Zoles Daldana, which were the two main characters. Sigourney Weaver is in the movie, and also Stephen Lang, who was really the antagonist of the first movie, uh, is in this movie. But uh, at this point, it's mostly CG. The first movie was part live action rest cg just because it was unobtaining i didn't realize what was going on in that first movie because i'm like it's been so long i remember we saw it twice you and aki we saw it in just regular 2d and then like when it came back out in 3d we saw it again yeah imax 3d full blown that was worth the trip and then that's all i remember of avatar stories forgettable i mean yeah it's, it's dancing with wolves the random person finds solace in being around the native people and then fights against the people that he's working for. That's really all it was. So Mm -hmm. this is a continuation of Jake Sully, Scully, like whatever his name is, but Sam Worthington is basically been living amongst the Navi for years now. He has a whole family. The company that he worked for before that was basically trying to mine this one planet for his resources is coming back for him specifically because he's been launching attacks against their equipment, coordinating the Navi. They are an elite fighting force, random kind of terrorist attacks. So they see it as terrorism, get a group of people to dress up as Navi to kind of infiltrate and then kill Jake specifically. The setup for the movie, but Keith, how do you feel about Avatar Way of the War? 
strength of avatar has never been about like the story or even the acting in particular it's not about the performances it's more or less equal parts technical and creative this is an ode to james cameron's vision of a movie of a world he's telling a story in it so better on that kind of hard to kind of gauge it but i was entertained like there was the last half hour the stuff he wanted you to tense emotions who's going to die what's going to happen how's this going to happen it was pretty thrilling like so he phenomenal film director no question about that this is not like terminator terminator 2 this is not like true lies i mean avatar is not about the some unique story that's being told this is basic shit that's going on down here like you're basically there to see world of aliens be transported to it you're not there to see like at during the course of the movie i would say there were several minutes not moments minutes where i didn't see special effects just saw the place i was just like damn i don't know what part was real what part was that they did on the computer i have no idea it was flat out amazing i saw an imax 3d so i was just like this is insane he did a fantastic job so whatever tech he was using has advanced pretty well. With that said, I always say it boils down to the story and how well you tell the story. This is not up to his normal storytelling. Yeah, and method. I think another problem is that the movie is just too long. Hear me out on this. All right. Problem with this movie is that he doesn't know or doesn't know how to do or was unwilling to do what George Lucas did. And that is tell a larger story in different mediums. It was too much exposition. That first 30 minutes before the one year later kind of thing, you were jammed with 10 years of history of what the, that family was going through. Yeah. For 10 years, and you, you learned that within the first 20 minutes. And you're like, what the hell? So the people come back. Quaritch comes back to life somehow. Apparently, he has a son that we didn't know anything about. Sigourney Weaver's character, her avatar got knocked up by somebody and she gives birth to a child. Worthington and Zoe Saldana's characters have kids. Yeah. That made sense. By the time you got through all that, you saw their growing up montage and stuff. You're sitting back and you're like, what the hell is going on? Who the hell is having sex with the comatose avatar in the thing? I'm like, he didn't think that shit through. Where did Quartz's son come from? They didn't say who he was. They just kind of said, Yeah, it's just like um, one dude like looks human, but like somewhat Navi. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was a kid born on Pandora and he acts Navi, but he's human. So he's running around, bouncing around like a wild boy. Where'd this little kid come from? It basically, it's hard. You know, like they go through that. They go through the part where Quartz comes in, kicks ass. People from Earth come back, take back Pandora. Yeah, They're they like, have to be reminded of like Steve Lane's character, which I guess was just all exposition. It's like yeah, it was all exposition. It was way. So I'm like, no, no, no. He could have did a six part TV show. He could have did well, like, a, a, a animated movie. Yeah, something. like maybe like a 30-minute prequel or something. It's something. It did not need to. He jammed all of that into the movie. A book. I'm going to go that far. He could have did a book, a novel. He could have did a three-parter after Avatar. He could have wrote that. But I remembered an old interview that Linda Hamilton did because she they used to be married. And I guess she's forgiven him for the shit he's done, but she was still occasionally talk shit about him mm-hmm. in that way of married an ex-wife will and she was like he's such a fucking control freak he can do a thousand things better than everybody else 
So he doesn't trust anybody to do anything for his projects without him touching it. So he didn't have the time to write a book to kind of bridge the gap because he would have sat there and been a perfectionist and sat there and tried to make it something else. It didn't need to be a longer movie. It needed to be broken out. Like this honestly should have been broken up into two movies. And then you're talking about it's supposed to be five movies total, maybe? Like, I, I don't know what the hell he's thinking about that shit. I get what he's trying to do. Like, I think he's trying to show the whole planet and he's trying to show each part of the environmental impact of each planet mm-hmm. with, you know, not colonization, but technology and how men impact it. So in this case, this one, the way of water is showing how people fuck up and killing whales. So the story part was hackneyed. The part where the whales start talking and to the point where they were like, you saw subtitles from the talking. I'm like, what the fuck did this come from? Couldn't he just connected to the thing? I would have gotten that he was hairpiece connection thing. He could have did that. And I would have understood how the whale was talking to him. But the whale was just looking at him and you saw text underneath it saying, no, my friend, I am alone in this life. You're like, what the fuck? The whale's talking? The animals now talk? Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> um. But the different parts that they were doing, I liked. You focused on one group, Quaritch and his team kind of learning to become Navi, then trying to learn the Navi so they can better track it down and hunt them. Mm-hmm. That was a good storyline. That would have been interesting. The Sully family learning this new way of life with the sea and everything. That's another movie. That made sense. Put them together and end up cutting off much of what was going on and stuff. The final act of the movie was the best part. Like, that was the part of the most action-packed. The wife called it Titanic meets Avatar. They're on a sinking <laughs> ship, fighting and shit. Sigourney Weaver's character, who she plays the younger daughter and everything. And because Sigourney Weaver can't do the motion capture action sequences that, like that, yeah, she's kind of relegated to just doing very minimalistic stuff. Because in the early part, it's just her... I, I guess a video of her explaining something. I, I want to say there was another movie that she was in recently, kind of doing the same thing. Ghostbusters the, Afterlife? It was something. But go ahead. Last act of the movie, like I said, Sigourney Weaver, she can't do the motion capture action sequences. So she's character Kitty was just very kind of talking, you know, speaking and and whatever, just kind of standing around looking at period. And the whole family dynamic, that alien family, that shit worked. Shit legitimately worked. Like, I could have watched the movie with them trying to learn a new way of life on the run from the humans. That made fucking sense. That worked. But he spent so much time trying to get everything caught up because he spent so long. It's been 13 years. So he's got to show 13 years of history behind that, catch everybody up, then show what's happening now. So in the end, you've got three different movies going on here. You've got a revenge plot with Quaritch, starring Stephen Lang, and his estranged son, Miles, called Spider, who is more Navi than the avatars that they're inhabiting are. The renewed aggression by the humans of Earth brought their ships in and it just blew thousand square mile plateau and just like made it theirs and shit. Then you got the Sullys, the kids and how they're managing stuff. Sully fucking up as a dad, you know, Zoe Saldana just being pissed off because she lost her home. The whole thing worked out well. That was working out really good. Then you've got Kiri's story. She's connected to Pandora in something in a very unique way. Or it might be that she's actually sick. So it might not be something that's mystical. She might just be sick, epilepsy or whatever. 
everything comes ahead. The last act, everything comes ahead. Big battle between everybody. Quartz, their final showdown occurs. You've got this very tense moment. There's some lives lost. You know, shit goes down. Vengeance for all hands. It's real painful. Very exciting. Very thrilling. And then the movie transitions and ends with the call, like, you know, the third movie is going to be the last one where they're going to, they're not going to run anymore. They're going to fight back. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, this is a good movie. It looked phenomenal. Did a lot of different things. The effects were amazing. Well done. James Cameron did a good job directing it, but, like, he needs somebody. Kind of rein them in and like he needs to be reined in. It happens to every director, I think. Every filmmaker who's got that much power, yeah, kind of rose above the ranks to be, Mm -hmm. yeah, your Steven Spielberg's, your George Lucas's, like those level of directors. That it's like, hey, well, I'm known for this thing, let me do my thing. And then when you kind of get up there in age and you've been doing your thing for so long lose sight yeah he's 70 something yeah you kind of lose sight of modern filmmaking filmmaking that now takes place for me it's just like too long and then i haven't seen anything avatar related probably the year after that first movie other than like kind of the core aspects of avatar i don't remember anything (laughs) so that info dump at the beginning of the movie I mean, which I kind of describe as the the plot synopsis. Mm-hmm. It was just like way too much. I'm like, why are we doing this? I'm not saying the movie's bad or anything. It is okay. It, it is a competent movie. You can tell James Cameron is passionate about it. For me, I just don't care any longer. There's been so much stuff. This movie obviously came out before Marvel started hitting their stride. So before movie making started to change, probably post well, The Dark Knight, and then you kind of transition into the Marvel stuff. Mm. Movie making had kind of changed. And then you have like stuff like the Hunger Games, all the Harry Potter movies, all this stuff in between. Avatar just kind of gets lost in the shuffle. I just hope this doesn't bring out another wave of let's dress up as. No, it's <laughs> not. Yeah, it's not. It's not. The Avatar thing is. Because that first movie, people were doing that. You see somebody. Uh, they didn't. It was done primarily because no one had seen shit like that before. When the first Avatar came out... And that first movie was technologically advanced? Yeah, exactly. That's what it was. It was that technological... Blew your brain. You were like, what is... This is incredible. just created a whole planet. This shit is amazing. And it was amazing to look at. But the problem is, his scope was so large, he tried to cram too much shit into one little movie. Yeah, man, there was like Avatar part... The way of war to part one and then part two, maybe three months from now, maybe that might have helped. So you break these movies out into an hour yeah, and a half, I agree. two hours. The other issues that with doing that is that this is kind of showing the problem with Hollywood accounting. The idea that you spend 50 to 80 percent advertising budget is going to be 50 or 80 percent as much as your budget. That's insane. Yeah, and then there was some talk about this movie needs to hit a billion just to break even. Yeah, because of the all the advertising shit. Because uh, of the advertising, the movie cost he said two hundred and fifty million to make, close to three hundred million. It's absolutely nuts. It's made four hundred thirty-five million dollars by any stretch of the imagination. That is a hit. But this is going to be like Forrest Gump, where it probably won't make money. 
just give me Avatar three. I'll watch that too because that's that shit was good. Uh, I mean, a- I'll probably watch it just to see the combination of it. But his it idea just- of this supposed to be like five movies that is not. Nah, happen. he's crazy. He's insane. He's not gonna be able to make it. I do know one thing: in that five movies, because he sees or he's seen what Disney will do when they get their hands on somebody's fucking IP, and you're not directly involved in it. So he's slamming his fingerprints all over it, making it impossible. So like. Think, come to think of it, like, who the fuck is going to want to do another Avatar movie after James Cameron's done with this thing? 20 years from now, maybe, might want to tackle it and say, we're going to go back to Pandora. And they might want to try something like that. Just maybe. After this, is like, it's too expensive. It's too much money. It's too much work, you know? Yeah, for, and then, like, is it going to be, like, another 10 years? He's going to be 80? He's going to be, like, George Miller age, Mad Max Fury Road? <laughs> <sighs> I'm just wishing for George Miller to long life because I'm not ready for his filmmaking genius to be lost, but uh, yeah, yeah like, it's a talented dude. Yeah, yeah, he's he's fucking phenomenal. He goes from uh, yeah. Mad Max to Babe. Like, like, no, that movie holds up. That movie is still great. It was great in 2015. It's great now. Try to get to at least once a year. Series of of impressive film, excellently paced, perfectly paced, perfect storytelling. Yeah, amazing acting. Fantastic action, fantastic cinematography scope. That, that's a movie. This isn't a failure on on Cameron's part. It's it's not a failure, but he needed to. It just needed to be a tighter package. Like indeed, it needed like should have been like a two and a half hour movie, which is tolerable. But this is like three, a little over three hours. Yeah, it's over three hours. So it's a big ask for people to kind of sit there. And plus, it's been so long between that movie and this first movie. So if this is Infinity War and then Endgame. Yeah, I'm going to sit there for like those six some hours and watch both of those movies. Because Infinity War was two and a half hours. Endgame was three. And Endgame had to be three because we went into that thing knowing this is going to take as long as it takes. I need resolution to yeah. all the things I saw in Infinity War. Like if they don't test on these things, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be exact. If I don't see my boy doing his thing, I'm going to be mad. I don't find out what the fuck happens going on with Adman. I'm going to be pissed off. You had to see all this stuff, like, and in the end, they did it, and it was a goddamn travesty that didn't win Best Picture. But you know, all right, that's fine. Pricks want to be uh fucking judgmental like that. That's fine. Way of Water. I'm sitting in the theater, and my jaws on is dropped at some shots. Ready to go swimming now. I'm ready to go to Pandora. Yeah, like, let me in, baby. I wish I dress up as a blue knobby. <laughs> you goddamn right. I'll be in the damn water swimming, just like enjoying my time. Link it up with my spirit brother, John Whale. <laughs> I, He's I out there with the dolphins, yo. Like. <laughs> that, that shit was amazing. I mean, I'm looking at stills. It don't look like CG. You can tell the CGI. and It's extremely well done. Well shot, well done. But like I say, you need to break this movie up. Avatar 2 and 3, break them up into two movies. Then Avatar 3, Volume 1, Volume 2. Split them up, earn your money that way. Keith, what score would you give? Avatar Way of the Water. I'm going to give it an 8. I'll probably change that in like another month because <laughs> the kind of the spectacle in my head is going to wear off. I Impact. saw the IMAX 3D and I'm going to tell you right now, it was just as impressive as the first one, if not more so. The tech he used, he's definitely improved it. Like, you can't even tell some scenes and stuff. Like, some of the scenes, and only in how the Navi are, physiology is so different. Like, their heads are far smaller. Yeah, man, thin. You know that they're not humans in different bodies the way the water people their bodies are angled physiology is those external shots those outdoor shots sweeping around the mountains oh that's just insane dude 
Yeah. That shit is insane. All right. Well, so yeah, I give it an eight. I will probably give this a six, five to seven. It's a comedy movie. But for me, it's just that I kind of have to want to care. Mm -hmm. And I can't care about a movie that has taken so long to come out that has missed this window. I mean, regardless of if it has come out, that it is a accomplishment that this movie came out. And the only reason why this movie has come out is mainly because of Disney. I mean, this movie came out under Fox previously. This movie probably would not have come out if Fox and Disney, or at least Disney didn't buy Fox's movie division, movie and like TV division. Mm -hmm. So this movie would not have happened other than Disney has a boatload of money. Enough to try to make a billion dollar profit. (laughs) 